Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today, our guest is Kelly Kenter. Kelly is the president of Sightlines, Inc., and Kelly also is a past chairman of the AGC and currently serves as chair of our Governmental Affairs Policy Committee. So, Kelly, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. The legislative session for 2019 for the state of Missouri, thankfully, is over. It ended the middle of May, and we are recording this subsequent to the end of the session. So I'd like to kind of ask you about three different things, like what was good, what was not so good, and what do we have to look forward to in the 2020 session? So let's start with the successes that you saw in terms of what AGC of Missouri thought was some good things that came out of the legislative session this year. Sure. I think overall, it's uh, I'd say it's an odd year, but every year is an odd year. This is probably, in my opinion, I've been uh, on the Governmental Affairs Committee for, I'm guessing, 10 years. I think all in all, we had some great successes this year, more than I can remember all in one session, for sure. I think the, there are four probably the most positive, uh, the workforce development. Obviously, uh, it was uh, originally a workforce development bill that was... Uh, Senate Bill 68, I believe, and the uh, it's for individuals 25 years and older that had been in education and wanted to get back into it. Our success primarily was the fact that it now includes apprenticeships and industry-recognized certificate programs. So I think that's a big win for the construction industry. So it started out without those elements. Correct. And correct. those got introduced along the way. That's correct. And then uh, I think at the tail end, the big win was the GM plant out in Winsville, and that was a billion-dollar incentive package that is really going to be a, a huge win for the region. So those are two two successes. Yes, absolutely. Any uh, others? Yes, the uh, uh, construction and getting paid, paid is always a challenge. I think the uh, <laughs> public-private construction uh, Senate Bill 167 was passed, and it's really for construction on public land, government-owned land for private use. And that has to do with some of the lien Correct. So components of that? Yes, we've never been able to file a lien, and so now now we certainly can when, when not paid. I think along with that was probably the first time that, I again, I can remember that we worked hand-in-hand with other associations, the subcontractors, the surety association. So it's a good collaborative effort that really we all went on. Oh, that's great. So workforce, economic development, the lien Mm-hmm. Public-private, yep. Public-private, what else? Highway funding. That's always been a, a, a hot button for the construction industry, as everyone knows. Horizontal construction really uh, promotes future vertical construction, and so we're, we're big proponents of any highway funding. It was a bridge bonding proposal. 215 bridges throughout the state of Missouri provides $300 million in bonding. The caveat with that is the federal government has to match 
I'm sorry, they don't have to match, but there's a uh, a grant that the government has to kick in. So assuming we get those grants, then we will we're certainly be uh, renovating some bridges across the state. So that is contingent upon that infra grant correct. from the Federal Highway Administration. That's correct. So it's. Part of the way there, the state has done what they need to do. Now, AGC of Missouri needs to kick in with AGC of America and ARTBA and look at what needs to happen at the federal level to close the deal. That's correct. And uh, we discussed that yesterday at our meeting. And obviously, uh, Dirk Elsman is the chairman of AGC of America. And so he's frequently in, in Washington. So I think we'll, we'll, we'll get a good push. Oh, those are four significant developments in one session. That's unusual. It is. You know, and the last one was uh, workforce safety, so uh, work zone safety. Basically, House Bill 499 mandates that any individual that hits a construction worker in a work zone, their license is revoked. Wow. So that's a, that's a, that's a big one. One reason to stay off of the texting. That's correct. And follow the speed limit. That's correct. Funny how that works. So those are the those are the good what are the things that didn't come out so well no i think uh, all in all we did a great year I had a great year um uh the things that we wanted to get through and push through certainly happened we played a lot of good defense like we have in in prior sessions and uh, i think it, it was a great year really nothing negative uh, came out of it that's that's a great year for the governmental affairs policy committee and for agc of missouri so you got Five wins, no losses. Now you're looking forward to the rest of this year and next year. So what are sort of the issues that are still going forward? I think the big one is life cycle cost analysis. Uh, that, that reared its head this year. We had lots and lots of discussions with both the construction, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, asphalt and concrete industries. It's basically the legislators want to mandate life cycle costs, and we think that MoDOT should be handling that. They currently handle it, and they should continue to do that, not not Jeff City. Well, and I know I participated in a meeting with MoDOT and the concrete industry folks, and it is an issue that will probably come back again next year. Certainly. I would say another issue that's sort of ongoing has been the whole prevailing wage thing. I think it was somewhere near the middle of the session that we got regulatory clarity on that, and I'm thinking that's probably an issue that you're keeping an eye on going definitely. forward yep definitely certainly uh, uh it comes up every session at some level and so we're just we're watching it and doing what we can to stay to stay focused with it talk a little bit about the governmental affairs policy committee who are the folks on that committee in general and how do they go about doing their business and making decisions it's a great group let me let me start off by saying that we've had uh uh, a lot of the same folks in there for multiple years, which you really need. I mean, they're the essence of of reading the bills and understanding. Our, our lobbyists do just a phenomenal job for us, uh, both statewide as well as local, city and county. You know, when we merged with uh, the outstate folks, uh, it really brought, in my opinion, the gap to a, to a higher level. Uh, we have a lot of, of bright folks on there that are all over the state that have all different uh, – types of experiences, whether it's road, bridges, landscaping, uh, big vertical builders, and uh, little guys like myself. So we're all, uh, we work very well together. Folks are calling in while they're traveling in the Jeff City office here in St. Louis. Um, works well. And of course, the glue to all that is Denise Hasty for, for sure. Uh, she's just relentless when it comes to this stuff. Very passionate, as well as you, Lynn, of course. 
<laughs> so right now, the Governmental Affairs Policy Committee is finished for the year? Do they have other things that they look at throughout this year? What are they doing between now and next session? I don't think we're ever finished, honestly. There's always uh, uh, things to do, raise money, planning for next session. Uh, you know, uh, our annual legislative day is, I know it's not until January, but January will be here before we know it. And, you know, that's getting bigger and better every year. We had uh, roughly 30 folks last year that, that attended, and uh, um, we're really starting to make our name in Jeff City, where people understand who Agency of Missouri is and what our focus is, and I think we're well-respected. Well so, And you publish a blueprint for progress that's sort of a policy statement or a policy guide for AGC of Missouri. I would guess you've got to start on that sometime in the fall when you see what may be coming down the pipeline yep. for the 2020 session. That's correct. A lot of time and energy trying to understand what's going to be where we need to play defense, what's really squirrely, and then to get that out uh, quickly for, for our meetings in January. So so if I'm an AGC member, I don't see any of this going on. If I'm a normal AGC member just going about my day, I don't know what the Governmental Affairs Policy Committee is. I have no idea this is happening. You guys put in a tremendous amount of time reading bills, drafting policy statements, how can I, as a member, get involved or get engaged? What's the best way for me to participate in this whole legislative process? Well, I think it's important that everybody understands that you do have a voice. It, it may seem like Jeff City is far removed from our daily lives. It's not. Senators and reps, they do care about their constituents and what they have to say. And so uh, whether your voice is heard physically in Jefferson City, or pick up the phone, send me an email, call Denise. But everything we do is important. And I think that's indicative of how the AGC of Missouri works holistically. There's folks doing things that I don't know about, uh, and I benefit from it every day in this industry, no differently than the GAP Committee. We're, we're pushing the ball forward, rowing the boat every day for everybody's benefit statewide. So how are things going at Sightlines these days? Uh, it's great. We're excited, but things are busy. Um, you know, workforce is still a challenge trying to find qualified people, but we're pushing through it. We're taking advantage of the situation and uh, working hard, working safe, and having fun. Uh, you came into the industry through the architectural side, right? I did, yeah. Uh, practiced architecture for uh, half a dozen years and uh, fell in love with construction, and uh, uh, we'll be 20 years old or 20 years young uh, next February, so we're... Uh, we're thrilled to be here. I think a big part of our success is certainly the AGC. Uh, it's something I jumped on early, and, uh, you know, I surround myself with, in my opinion, some of the best general contractors in the country, subcontractors, friends of mine personally now. I've made tremendous friendships, and that's a big part of our success, working together, asking questions, even though we're competitors at times. At the end of the day, this is, you know, we're just all trying to make a living. Well, I've been involved in some of the Governmental Affairs Policy Committee meetings, and there's a lot of work, but there's also a lot of fun. Absolutely. That, that's, uh, I think that's the other side of our, our committee that people you know, enjoy being a part of. Uh, we do have fun. We make fun of one another. We, uh, I think if you take politics too seriously, you'd go insane, honestly. So <laughs> we, we enjoy our, our time together for sure. We make the best of it. Anything else you want to share before we wrap up today? I don't think so, other than saying let's go blues. 
All right. We got it. Kelly, thanks a million. Thank you, sir. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. As always, you can visit us at agcmo.org for additional downloads and information. Thank you.